If you ever wondered what Jesus might have said to his confirmation class, here it is. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been pruned by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I thought about giving you all a whole lesson on this. There's nothing anyone, especially teenagers, likes better than science and English brought together in one Sunday morning lesson. But then I realized that Jesus' metaphor isn't all that complicated after all. You don't have to work in a vineyard or be a master gardener in order to get what he's trying to say to you. Vines. Both the ones you want and the ones you don't want operate pretty much the way Jesus explained it. Branches die when they are cut off from the vine. The vine being their life source. If they remain connected, then they typically remain alive. The closer the branch is to the vine, the healthier and more productive the branch because it's getting more nourishment. I think you get that. I think you can get this. In Jesus' metaphor, God the Father is the one who owns the vineyard and Jesus is the vine. And you, you, you are the branches. The branches on a grapevine are most closely associated with the fruit, even though the fruit would be impossible without the vine. I think you've got it. But here's the part you might not want to get. The branches need to be pruned in order to produce more and better fruit. If they branch out too far, they become less and less productive. Now, don't get upset. It's only a metaphor. No one is getting cut. None of you are being thrown into a fire. But there are parts of you and parts of me that do need to be cut back, to be pruned. 
And if you're wondering how that happens, Jesus made it clear to his disciples that the word he spoke to them is how he pruned them. So we might turn to the Bible and see what Jesus has to say to us. We might turn to Jesus each day and ask him, what word does he have for us that day? What, Lord, would you have me know or would you have me change or what would you have me do more of in order for me to bear more fruit for you? I think that prayer is the hardest part of Jesus' metaphor. Realizing that for us to produce more fruit means to accept regular pruning. Which doesn't sound fun. Even if it keeps us closer to our life source. So here's the fine print detail of this thing. Discipleship is not always fun. Sometimes being a disciple of Jesus Christ is hard work. Sometimes it makes your head hurt. And sometimes it gives you blisters. And sometimes the reality of what Jesus introduces you to makes you sad. Following Jesus isn't always fun because it cannot always be fun because of where he went and what he did and where he goes and what he does. And that isn't always fun. Where he went, people needed healing. And there were Pharisees and Samaritans and Romans and eventually a cross. And none of that was fun. But seeing someone healed... And telling stories that make heroes out of enemies and watching hungry people get fed and sharing bread and wine with your closest friends and calling out your dear friend's name when she has come to bury you. Well, that's fun. It's good fun. Sharing those stories and living in ways that are derived from them is fun, too. Watching someone. Start to get discipleship and and to live it out in their lives. That is fun. But hear this. Even when discipleship is not fun, it is worth the cost. Because it's an investment in something that gives life rather than take it away. Yes, Jesus, the vine, may ask difficult things of us. Change is hard. Growth can be painful. His teachings are contrary to our selfish impulses and protectionist policies. He expects things out of us that we don't easily give, and yet He gives us that which we cannot get for ourselves. Cut a branch off. And watch that thing. And see what if anything, it produces after it's been cut off. Let another branch grow indefinitely, as far as it wants to grow, and watch and see how those grapes become less and less productive, fewer and fewer, unhealthier and unhealthier. And then prune a third branch. And see what happens over time. How many grapes start to come from that pruned branch? And then ask yourself a question. Which of those branches would the branch want to be? 
A branch doesn't want to be cut off and thrown into the fire. Some short-sighted branches may think it'd be great to just keep on growing in whatever direction they go, not realizing that each year's growth makes them less and less valuable and more and more of a nuisance. The ones, though, who understand who they are and what they're for, well, they'd be willing to accept pruning in order to produce better and healthier and stronger and more delicious fruit. Because they understand that while they are not the owner of the vineyard, and while they are not divine, the life source, they are significant to the production. The owner and the life source cannot do as well without those branches being healthy and good. The branches matter to the vine. And the branches matter to the vine owner because the branches are where the fruit grows. Can you believe God set this thing up this way? That you are critical to producing the fruit. You can't do it alone. You didn't buy the vineyard. You don't supply the vineyard. You didn't plant it. You aren't the vine. But in you is the potential for fruit that God wants produced. And the closer you are to the vine, to Jesus, the better fruit you will produce. Can you believe that? Do you believe that? Because if you do, you will be part of a nourishment that is sweet and good. Through you, the world can get something it needs, something that shows them what is good about that vine from which you come. Something that gives, you, gives them an indication about this owner who has you. You represent God. You represent God. I don't know what you hoped becoming part of a church would mean. I don't know if you thought it would only be about receiving or if you thought it would only be about giving, but I'm telling you it's both. You receive Jesus, then you give for Him. You take in what He offers, then you offer it to others. He invites you into His kingdom and you show people what that kingdom is like, looking for ways to to bring peace and justice to a world that is desperate for them. He gives, you share. He forgives, you do too. He welcomes you, you welcome others. He sees in you someone He loves, so you go and look for someone to love in His name because that's what Jesus wants of you and because you represent Jesus. You keep coming to this place and worshiping Him and and learning about Him and, and serving through this place because you need others who are in this place because you recognize that the grapes grow in bunches and bunches off of branches and branches of bunches on the same vine bunches of branches off the same vine owned by the same beneficent being Almost, Dr. Seuss. You need each other. 
And how you live together says a lot about who this church is because you represent the church. So that pruning, it helps you produce better fruit. That word from Jesus that guides your lives is what enables you to bear such fruit That those who are hungry for it and thirsty for it, and even those who feel pretty well satisfied, will be glad of something sweet and nourishing and good from you. They'll see in you that they could taste and see that the Lord is good. In knowing you, the branch that bears fruit. They know something of the Lord. And that's the kind of branching out that is good for everyone. So if you're ready, we're ready to receive you into this church as full professing members who represent God, Jesus, and Central.